Alright. Hey, what's up? This is uh, Priest, Pope, Hood Pope, and Pierfruity Matuti, uh, aka Pierce. And I'm here with Showtime Shover, baby. Let's get it. Ladies and gentlemen, it is your mother's favorite American, and you are listening to the Think Twice podcast with our special guest, known in the video gaming world as, no, email is P the Pack. What's the other one's the email one? Uh, I got P the Pack. I also got uh, Mustard Bubble. I got many others. So. No, the one that was uh, was sending out an email to all your clients using your gamer name. What was oh, that? yeah, yeah. So, uh I sent out an email. Oh, it was actually my gamer tag on Xbox Live. It's called Fruity My Tootie, but <laughs> I messed up on the spelling, and now it's actually Foodie My Tootie. Forget the R. So, so it's Foodie My Tootie. So uh, yeah. you're out here sending clients emails that says Foodie My Tootie. That's pretty funny. <laughs> so if you're trying to get work on uh, Xbox, this man's got you, Foodie My Tootie. <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah, I have that, I've had that that gamer tag for a, for a long minute. You never really played Xbox too much back in the day, back in the day, right, bro? Not at all. I played a little bit of PlayStation, mostly Call of Duty and Madden. I was not like huge into uh, into it a whole lot. I have to spend a lot of time on it for sure. Really? What was your uh, What was your first console, bro? Uh, well, it was mostly my brothers. I was into video games a little bit, but I would say the first console that was mine. I can't remember if it was PS2 or PS3. Um, but I know I had my own PS3. I just never played it much. And actually, I shared that with my brother. Really? PS? You remember any, you remember any games from back in the day, bro? PS2 was well, nice the one. first console we had at our house was a Super Nintendo. Oh, do you remember the Super Nintendos? Um, it was a big gray box. It was like a little... That's some mm. old shit right there, yeah. bro. Hell yeah. It was the one right before the Nintendo 64 came out. Oh, jeez. Nintendo 64 is probably my favorite video game console. It's just because the memories you have from it. Really? Play like Mario and stuff? Oh, yeah. Mario Kart. We got Donkey Kong. I think uh, Super Nintendo was 007, which was a really good game. It was like a, probably one of the first 007, games. 007, hell yeah, bro. Yeah. I didn't know you played that. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I used to play video games back in the day. Uh, my parents, they uh, didn't um, they didn't like want to buy us video games, so they kind of tried to avoid it, avoiding buying us video games. They wanted us to be playing outside and stuff like that. So I'm super grateful for that now because I spent my childhood doing athletics and stuff. But at the same time, there's a lot of great things that can come out of playing video games. Definitely, bro. That's good right there. I mean, uh, I was very active too back in the day. I uh, very I active. This fucking kid was jumping out of a four foot pool and landing on the on the side. Like what? That's fucking ridiculously athletic. Yeah, I'm pretty athletic. It's just I spent so much time gaming too. So basically, my childhood consisted of uh, video games and swimming because I was mostly a swimmer back in the day. Same with my brother. Uh, if anybody's listening right now, my brother was Dorian Holler. I think that's uh, Max did a podcast with him a few days ago. So yep. he's uh, he was a beast too. He got me into swimming, and he played a lot of games as well. I think I probably beg to differ that he played more than me, but I know that I can uh, I can put some work on him for sure. So what do you remember being the first game that you played, and you were like, "Whoa, this is freaking cool! I like video games." Uh, there was many. There was many video games I played back in the day. I think the main one that got me into like uh, like the realm of gaming was, let's say, COD 4. Yeah. Call of Duty 4? Call of Duty 4. Wasn't that Black Ops or was there a Call of Duty 4? Call of Duty 4 was like uh, Modern Warfare's first installment. And then Modern Warfare okay, 2 Okay, so came Call of Duty, out. Modern Warfare. 
Okay, Call of Duty. Cool that game had a lot of people. That, that game had a lot of people. From that, then Black Ops got huge from there also. And like after Modern Warfare 2, that's when uh, like Black Call of Duty was huge on the map. Did you ever play that, bro? Call of Duty? Yeah, Call of Duty 4. Um, I mean, I, I'm not sure which one Call of, Call of Duty 4 is. I think it's Modern Warfare, right? Yeah, Modern Warfare. The first one. Oh, the first one? No, I never played that. I, I think I only once played Modern Warfare 2. played Modern Warfare 3 once, but I was always a Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2. Uh, those are the ones. That's when I started playing Call of Duty. And I played it for a while, but I wasn't super competitive. It was just uh, fucking, it's exciting, bro. Your palms get sweaty, you know what I mean? You're palms fucking shooting motherfuckers. Eat spaghetti. Yeah. That's how it goes, bro. But yeah. Then I, this man already. Then I graduated to uh, to different different levels of, uh, of experience on a gaming console when Minecraft finally came out on console. Yeah, you it's, were showing me Minecraft. It's an interesting game. Yeah, it's definitely... Uh, it's kind of, it's crazy having a discussion about it with like uh, people that don't play it because it's like it's a really peculiar game. Yeah, it's not it's not super intense. It's not like you're fighting. Well, you are kind of fighting some zombies type things, yeah. right? But it's not like you're in a constant action mode. But it still has its own intensity. Okay. Is that shit on the floor on purpose? Don't worry about that. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, so Minecraft came out. I don't know what drew my attention to it. Uh, my, my friend was just playing it, and he was a big-ass nerd. Speaking of friends, that dude that introduced me to Minecraft, he was like a, he was one interesting guy as well. He, uh, his name was, I'm not going to bring up his name. <laughs> so he, uh, but I'm going to call him, I don't think it's derogatory, so I'm going to say fancy pants because he used to wear his pants really high up to like his, his belly button. But he was a cool dude. He was like Steve Urkel. Steve Urkel, but like a white version. <laughs> he was a nice guy. He got me into Minecraft. Changed your life forever. Exactly. That was like an experience back in the day too. Because then I think, uh, ooh, this is a funny story. Kind of embarrassing. So it's, um, I don't even know if I told you or during this. So back in the day when I first got into video gaming, I started off with like Minecraft. And then I think it, I moved on to Dead Rising 2. Sounds like a, uh, a cowboy game, right? So. It's uh, Dead Rising is a game about like you being in like a, a mall, and like you're just uh, a mall. You're in a mall and you're yeah, trying to fight off. There. You're trying to fall out, fight off. Uh, I think you're talking about uh, Red Dead Redemption, right? That's a no, cowboy, I'm, right? I'm there. not gonna run the first one, but it probably is that one. I just remember playing. I would go over to my mom's friend's house. And they had a PS three or four, whatever it was. I was in, I didn't have video games at the time. Yeah, so I always played that game. Yeah, so I was uh, I was playing Dead Rising 2. I never played the, I played the first one, actually. So the first one came out. My, my good friend showed me that, Fancy Pants. And then uh, Dead Rising 2 came out, and that's when I really started to play it. And then there was this one uh, this one animation or this one, like, uh, this one action that you can do while playing as a character. His name is Chuck, the main character. And you can pick up a lot of objects and use them as, like, weapons. And when you use uh, a weapon like, uh, it's like a, a whipped cream canister, you can use that as a weapon. But the like animation for it is pretty hilarious in my opinion. You uh, you sit with your, like your feet planted to the ground, and then when you're gonna spray it at like a zombie, you like put it like right at your crotch, and then you start spraying. So it looks like you're just nutting on him. Nice. So you kill him by nut, and then uh, my friend told me that he was. Uh, I was very young. I was maybe in like third grade, fourth grade. My friend told me that he could. Uh, that that was called uh jerking off and if you do that in real life you get aids 
Nice. So you didn't jerk off for years. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So. <laughs> it's like, no, I still jerk off. <laughs> but that was before I ever did. That was before I ever did. So I was like, damn, this dude, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. What is that? He's like, just don't do it. You'll get AIDS. And then his brother came in too and started laughing. He's like, don't do it. You'll get AIDS. So they knew they, they fucked me up basically. So like later on, uh, later on in life, I might've been in like third grade. And then uh, later on, like after a year or so, I was, I was in fifth grade. And then I found out about this one thing. <laughs> it was called jerking off. <laughs> and then like, I was like, I, I, he, was, he was telling me, but I had some doubt in my mind. And then like, uh, sometimes you just urges, you just like overpower <laughs> your mind. You know, your it's mind's telling you no, but your body says go. <laughs> and so when that happens, uh, you just gotta, you gotta oblige and you know, gotta go along with the flow. Puberty. Exactly. And then uh, the first time it happened, bro, I had such regret. I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> right after I just, I, the, the experience <laughs> happened. I just went outside because my mom told, told me to take out the trash. Yeah. It just happened. I went outside, take out the trash, just like in like a, a dready mood, like in a really just depressed mood. I was like, fuck, I'm gonna die. That's it right there. <laughs> I don't know why I never asked anyone and I didn't have any like, uh, way to find out if it was true or not because no yeah. one else was talking about it not really using the internet well i guess in third grade for you that's maybe what 10 years ago huh i was uh 2010 yeah, that's around i was in fifth grade the first time yeah and that's when that happened oh and i've actually i'm not even joking it seems like a joke when just because of how absurd it sounds when i tell it but i thought i had aids for a fat minute there so, <laughs> so how long did it take you to realize that you didn't have aids because you jerked off um I think maybe about two or three weeks. Nice, that's a good amount. Because then, because uh, then my buddy at like, uh, I was in fifth grade. My buddy, my buddy told me about it too that he did. I was like, you didn't get AIDS. <laughs> like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, what the hell? This fucker's doing it too. <laughs> so then you found out. Uh, well, I mean, after the first time you freaking jerk off, you're like, well, I've got AIDS anyways. Might as well keep going to town. So you were probably having a great time anyways. Fucking 10 years old there. I think I might have. I might have had a good time after that. To find two years uh, or uh, two uh, weeks later when you find out you're all, you're all in the clear. Yeah, that was crazy. That was a crazy time. Speaking of crazy times, man, now's a crazy time, huh? Not even for us, but uh, worldwide. Yeah. Unreal. There's, there's a lot of uh, people kind of uh, taking a different perspective on what the coronavirus was and the shutdown and everything. You notice that at all? Yeah, some people uh, react to it differently. And plus, some people's like, situation is, uh, it's all good. Uh, some people's situation just, there's no possible way for you to avoid you like being distressed or in, in a state of dismay from whatever whatever's going on right now because it just, the occupation that they have, different situations. Right now we're like, extremely blessed because we get to work from home. Yeah. But most people, it's a little bit different. Dude, have you ever seen any of these videos where it's people that are dressed as police and the people taking the video are claiming to be police and they're purposely trying to smash uh, buildings or lay bricks for people? Because I've seen a couple of videos and like there's no way I can see for sure that's a police officer. It could be someone dressed like that. It could be a fake video. It could be whatever. But I've seen multiple videos of that. So have you seen any of that? Yeah. So um, I've mostly my brother, uh, Dorian, he follows this a lot more than me. Like a lot of stuffs uh, going down in the in the uh, the country of America right now that people don't really know about. So I think uh, what you're talking about with like the bricklayers and people, it kind of just seems like fishy and like a, such a coincidence that it cannot be real. What's going on with that is uh, 
is all just conspiracy or like not not conspiracy i should say this theory that's what i got going on conspiracy theory but theory <laughs> well it's uh is that uh there's like a huge battle going on behind the scenes that we don't really know about too much between uh the left and the right i believe so so what do you think is the battle over it's over the american people so um with the with the political fight at least right now on the mainstream front you can see we've got the far left and we've got the far right right mm -hmm. so what do you think is the objective or the goal of we'll start off with the right what do you think their objective or their goal is for the country or their vision their vision for the country is for everyone to prosper prosperity for everyone and for that for the way that for that to happen there has to be hierarchies and that's what that's what the left doesn't really understand too much. So they, uh, they try to, they try to make everything, uh, they try to make this country an egalitarian country, basically just equality for everyone. And that's not the way like civilization like works out. So what do you mean by equality for everyone? So they, so the left main premise or the main point they're trying to, uh, they're trying to argue is that people should have a quality of outcome. What that means is just like, you're all gonna get different results. They want the same results for every single person. And they don't really realize this. They have good intention. I, I think I do. I think, I believe they have good intentions. They don't really realize that the ideology behind that, behind having equal outcome for every single individual or for every household, for every, uh, for every citizen of America, that's kind of, sounds communist. A little bit communist to me. Because people, you want a quality of opportunity, not a quality of outcome. But if you have a quality of, uh, of outcome, what's the point? Everybody's gonna be lazy assholes. So what you said is, you want equality of opportunity, not equality of outcome. So what you, you know, everyone's got the same opportunity, even though obviously it would be slightly different. Exactly, because- um, But that's all they need. Just if they don't earn it through that opportunity, and they, then they don't get it. Exactly. Yeah, that's what uh, the left tries to promote the welfare of the, uh, of the impoverished, which sounds like a really good, uh, which sounds like a really good thing, like the, but it's not really a real good thing. Like, like I mentioned earlier, I think we were speaking earlier about this, with, uh, with that ideology, with uh, the the welfare for the impoverished type of ideology, it gives them an incentive to not marry, because once you married, it's kind of hard to be on welfare. You don't really get the chance to be on welfare, because when you have a single parent, then it's e a lot easier to qualify for welfare. So having that incentive of welfare, like getting paid for not having a strong household because that's one of the main criteria for, for uh, determining who's gonna be successful in life. Not if you have a, have a good education, if you have two parents, because then it has a single unit developing a one, one individual. So if you have two parents, that, that means you're developed into like a competent individual and you can move up the hierarchy of the, of, of the, the social construct, I guess. Or like the, the way the system of America, because it's all based on hierarchies, like I mentioned in the beginning. Right. So your view uh, from what you've gathered information kind of displays that the right wants everyone to have an equal opportunity to prosper, even if they don't, even if they're not able to prosper. Exactly, because you know, then it gives, it gives incentive, it gives reward, it gives praise. Um, yeah, it gives praise or, uh, yeah, it gives praise for or reward and then the left the side you're saying they kind of give off that vibe of they want everyone to be equal it's kind of just no one getting ahead no one falling behind it's kind of like um 
like a like an idea of victimhood in the left. So what do you think would be some problems that would come from having everyone be equal? Equal outcome. Um then everybody's going to be lazy assholes. That's how I've thought of that also, you know, most people are not going to want to work, we'd have to figure out a way to get things actually done. Yeah. Uh, so that's the and then that's uh that's basically communism right there. I mean, you can be the best surgeon in the world, a surgeon or like a or plastic surgeon or neurochemist or neuro uh, neurosurgeon, but it doesn't really matter. You're doing a lot of work for nothing because you're getting equal pay, equal equal outcome for everything, for the for not equal effort. So that 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 didn't really work out too well. I don't really know my history on communism, but I know it's a terrible ideology, in my opinion. Yeah, it kind of seems that way where the left is leaning towards uh, socialism, also communism. You know, Bernie Sanders was really out front about it, but he was even considered an extremist. Um, but really? he had half the country's support. I mean, half the really? country uh, would have voted for Bernie, I think. Uh, he would have had a pretty tight uh, with DJT. But uh, yeah, man, I know you were really young. You just started getting into uh, politics recently. So in your idea of politics, like when you think the word politics, what kind of comes to mind? Um, probably um, expanded influence, basically, like uh, influence for the masses, because then you're influencing people when you run for when you run for uh, a position in the office. You're like influencing people to be on your side, and once you're in that position, if you do get to it, then you get to influence the people by making decisions that will impact their life. That's influence right there. Politics is all about influence. I never really realized that uh, before uh, Before I got into it. You know what's crazy is the internet can change everything. All these politicians, they suck at social media. They're terrible at it. If uh, there was a rise and an uprise, people that are really good at marketing on uh, social media, they would be in charge of our country. You know what I mean? Because they would just need to get the most votes. So if they can organize people in communities to vote for them through the internet, dude, and you get uh, mail-in ballots or uh, online ballots, these politicians that are in right now aren't gonna stand a chance no matter how much money that they have because no one will know their name compared to the person who's known on social media or known on the internet. You think so? For sure, bro. It's all about it's all about uh, pop, uh, being popular. That's how Donald Trump was able to win. It's all about being popular and he knows what to do in order to get people's eyes on him. I don't really know. I know you have to be old. You have to be like 30 yeah, years old to be to run for president, right? You, uh, for a president, yeah, I think it's 35. You can run for you can run for president at 36. That's pretty fair. It depends on what the qualifications are, too. I don't know. Maybe. What are the qualifications for president? I don't really know that much. Uh, I know uh, the basics. You have to be a natural born citizen of the United States. Um, you have to be 35, and that's I'm pretty sure. I mean, as long as you're not. Yeah, some multi felon, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if a felony would disqualify you or not. But yeah, I'm not too sure. Look at the uh, but that's Joe, crazy. Joe exotic. Yeah, because like that, that kind of shows what's crazy about Trump is he was not a politician. He doesn't have any sort of years or experience in politics, and uh, he was just a business guy who decided he wanted to run president for his country. And he outdoes all the politicians that do it for a life career. You know what I mean? So yeah. Imagine how how much that punches you in the gut. This business guy that they try to frame as a reality TV host never ran for politics in his day. 
goes out, announces he's running for president months before the election and ends up winning against Hillary Clinton, who's been in office for all these years. It's uh, crazy, man. It's unbelievable. But it's happened in the past. One time it happened in the past and it turned out too good with a peanut farmer. But I mean, uh, Trump's been doing uh, what he thinks is the right thing this whole time. And that's what he, he said. He does what he says he's going to do. And some people like that. Some people don't like that. Were you talking about the peanut farmer? Were you talking about George Washington Carter? No, I, I think it was, oh man, I don't want to get the names wrong, man. But there was a peanut farmer who was called in a really difficult time in the country. And I'll, I'm not going to give any details, so I'll get it completely wrong. He came in a really, really important time in the country. The country really related to him because he was a peanut farmer, you know, business guy from your town. Uh, but he ended up not doing so well. Uh, but you, people can do their research. I think it's true, man, man but I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, man. It's crazy. He's definitely a smart guy, though. In the beginning, when uh, when he first came about, I don't think a lot of people didn't like him. But so anyone who's at that stage has got to be pretty smart, right? So all those people that were running were really smart, but he was able to do something and appeal to a different group of people. Yeah. But it was crazy. Like, Hillary Clinton could have won. And then the head of the FBI, Comey, comes out makes a statement that he didn't even really need to make and that kind of hurt her a little bit she had the lost emails that she deleted there was a lot of things that hit her heart but you know what was crazy as i was thinking about the other day or actually today uh bernie sanders was gonna win the nomination for the democrats but it was rigged against him and they designed it and they forced it to where he lost to uh joe biden because whenever it was going to be one of the last big votes, there's still about five candidates left. Um, they're weeding out people, right? Where they're weeding out people. Right, for... people start falling out. Yeah. Um, now, Klobuchar is one of the women that was in there. Uh, I believe she is also, I believe she is the one who was last. She is also very far left. So people that vote for her would also consider voting for Bernie over Joe Biden. So there was a couple of other candidates and then Klobuchar and then Bernie and Joe Biden. Now, the day before this big election day, the other two or three candidates, I think it's three candidates, they all dropped out of the race. It was the guy who has a husband. It was uh, Klobuchar. She stayed in the race. Um, there was two other more people. I can't remember right now. Um, but they end up dropping out before the big vote. But Klobuchar, who didn't, and they didn't have a chance, right? But Klobuchar, who didn't really have a chance either, she stayed. Elizabeth Warren is one that dropped out. Klobuchar stays in the race to take votes away from Bernie Sanders so that he couldn't beat Joe Biden. But the reason they're against um, Bernie Sanders is because he's not a part of their establishment. He really does just want to help people, that guy, bro. He's pretty, yeah, you listen to the podcast with Rogan? I didn't, no. Was it pretty good? Oh, it's really good. Yeah, I definitely listened to him. I mean, I don't think most of what he would do would work, um, but I agree with him that we should do more to help our communities. We just got to get there. We yeah. just spent a lot more money on, like, making the communities better. That's crazy. So it rigged him, though. It uh, rigged, rigged against him? Oh, Bernie. for sure rigged against him. So now Bernie is out, and even though I believe that people would have voted Bernie to run against Trump, way more marketable, first of all, is that uh, they want Joe Biden in there. 
Joe Biden is bought in. He's one of the guys that's a part of the establishment. So he'll do things that they want him to do. He's just kind of there to win the election and give them the control. Yeah, he's going to be kind of uh, of it. Yeah, and I don't want to call him that because, I mean, at the end of the day, he does make his decisions, hopefully. But, yeah, he's going to be in line with all the people who have probably supported him. And those are the people that... Yeah, they're going to have more influence over him because they're, yeah, in that little group. Yeah, crazy stuff about uh, Biden and and, uh, Obama, man. They do some crazy stuff. Like, I believe Obama gave $150 billion to Iran, which we do not get along with. Iran does not like us. And $1.5 billion dollars were flown over on private jets unmarked private jets but he got caught giving them cash like cash hard 1.5 billion that's a lot of cash bro that takes a lot of planes so this one this dude freaking took that in cash tyran gets caught um there's been a lot of crazy stuff going on i'm pretty sure uh during the uh debates with uh clinton um i'm sorry during the election coming up obama actually spied on donald trump do you remember hearing about that at all uh i yeah i heard of it for for sure i'm still doing my research too because politics is kind of like uh it's a new subject to me for about like a month but yeah i definitely heard of that i heard like uh yeah i heard a lot of stuff Yeah, apparently obama used his uh, administrative powers to spy on donald trump during the election and during his election people may remember this there was leaks all over the place like those people leaking all of his information even one of the head guys um see if i can think of his name in a second one of his head guys his closest guys like uh, head of operations or strat strategic um he he was actually leaking information about trump and that was one of his closest guys he wears glasses i'll think of his name later but yeah. yeah when you start looking into like the the last eight or the last four years and eight years even this is a lot of crazy stuff going on in our government yeah definitely it doesn't really it's uh, it's absurd it doesn't really seem surreal definitely uh, for sure it's really unconventional yeah and no, we'll see how clinton's uh uh court stuff plays out but she's going to be um i believe uh testifying i'm not sure exactly yeah what she's gonna be doing, but... getting an alibi but yeah she um that's coming up here pretty soon or what? Uh, I saw some stuff that she was... Uh, I know her, her lawyer represented her. I didn't hear Clinton. I tried to... It was like this Is long. the media not covering any of this right now or what? Um, I mean, that's not what we hear about right now. This is what we hear about. And me and you, we don't spend all of our day doing this research, right? But if you open Which up I your did. Facebook right now and you saw a topic about modern uh, events, what would it probably be about? Probably like... Uh... All the, the pandemic and the protests and also political political topics. Yeah, it's mostly all that right now, right? Yeah. So that's all we get fed all day long. So I try to go to the source as much as I can. So I try to hear it from that person during their full length clip uh, to see if they actually said it. Um, but I've been uh, actually listening and logging on to uh, InfoWars um, because they have banned video. I don't think things should be banned, so I kind of I like to see what, uh, what videos are being banned. They have banned videos? Yeah, like uh, they have all these banned videos, or he at least has a section called banned videos, but I know the video I watched, it was a guy who was on London Real, and he had his theory on uh, what COVID was, and uh, he had his theory on uh, what 
the people were using COVID to do, and they banned the video YouTube did. Yeah. So I don't think that that's cool, bro. Yeah. So I think I saw a good, nice quote on YouTube, and it said, uh, "The man who um, you should not be worried. I don't even want to. I'm just gonna like butcher it for sure. But I just you'll get the premise. So uh, the man who uh, the man who cuts the other man's tongue out is the is the is uh, is." Because it was about a hate speech. It was a video, a music video about a hate speech. And it said, uh, they're trying to silence him. It's basically just coming that down to, they were trying to silence, uh, uh, they're trying to silence that dude you're talking about. What's his name? The dude on London Real? Oh uh, man, I was trying to think of it, but I couldn't. Yeah, so they're trying to silence, I think so you told me about that the other day as well too. But yeah, they're trying to silence, silence the, the dude on London Real. But uh, that just makes it way too, way too uh, suspicious. Imagine to coming out with that video than doing right after. So, what, what do you think fucking the president of the United States today looks like? Um, <laughs> I don't know. That would be crazy. I think it's a very stressful position or a very place to be in for four to eight years. What do you think? I want to hear from you first, bro. About what I think that they do on a daily basis. Yeah, Trump. Um, I think he gets up. Uh, does his like little morning freshen up or whatever and then starts reading stuff so I would say he probably picks up newspapers and reads those he probably gets reports from every different um, area that he's in charge of and he probably gets like uh, people to bring him options about what to do in certain situations and he listens to everybody and then makes a decision from there uh, he's probably got a time set aside um, for uh, foreign engagements and then he's got a lot of meetings throughout the day he's got to talk a lot damn I don't know man that's crazy when do you see the fucking uh, you know wife and kids that's crazy all day you got the weight of the entire country on you it's probably hard to take any time to chill yeah Yeah, imagine being in that position. No, thanks. Being crazy. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever want to do that, to be honest. I mean, I'm not in my current like current position. Like, maybe I'll develop later on in life to have this right mentality to just be active 24-7. But, like, that it comes to, like, pure pure muscle. Yeah, but, you know, it's not even, yes, it's like one thing being active 24-7. But another thing, when you've got North Korea threatening to bomb you, you think that China is trying to invade your country through technology and cutting out businesses? Uh, you think that the uh, people that are uh, protesting may be set up from another person who's trying to infiltrate your com- uh, your country, which we were talking about, George Soros. So every single day, all these machines are working against you, and like you never know, you might go to sleep and then like you wake up and there's a bomb landed or some shit, you know? Like that's a lot of waste. It's a lot of. It's a lot day. of. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's pretty crazy, man. It's kind of hard to. It makes it unappealing to uh, <laughs> be into the presidency, the presidency uh, position. Yeah, one thing that never gets talked about is the good things that Donald Trump does. Does also, um, like I was listening to his speech. I like to listen to people and what they actually uh, say them personally. Then you can check if they actually happen. Uh, but I was listening to that speech, and he's talking about how we protect uh, Germany from Russia. So we have, I think he said 50,000 troops there protecting Germany from Russia. But 
Germany is buying like power to fuel their country from Russia. So they're giving Russia all this money and big deals for a pipeline. Can't remember the exact amount. And then they're telling the United States of America, who's protecting them, that they can't pay what the United States is asking for. So what Trump is saying is, look, we're protecting you from these guys. And you guys are paying them. Stop paying them. Buy the oil and the fuel from us. And that way we'll get our money back. So he's just doing stuff like that financially with the globe that doesn't get talked about a lot. Yeah. I thought he was trying to... Uh... Trump, he was trying to bring all the production and manufacturing back over to the, the states. Yep, that's what, so what he wants to do is he wants to lower the taxes for people to start businesses so they, they get to reinvest more of their money. And then what, uh, I mean, let's go over to a blank real quick. Um, yeah. What was the question? So he um, he's trying to bring a lot of like the manufacturing and production of uh, material oh, goods yeah. to uh, the states. I think that's I think that's what I've heard, right? Yep, uh, because basically when you raise the taxes too high, people are going to start leaving the state, stuff like that. So he's trying to make us competitive with taxes. So people would rather keep a business here and employ our people. So he'll give like incentives on stuff on uh, taxes and stuff. But again, uh, research is very shallow compared to what you can get. Yeah, definitely. That's cool, though. So what, what's the reason that Russia is trying to go out to Germany? Um, I haven't looked in, uh, enough into my inner uh, international, like why they're upset with each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just know that we have troops there that are supposedly protecting Germany from Russia. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But yeah, Trump, Trump, that dude. Is there <laughs> some, something to talk about, no matter what? Yeah, you know what you're saying, bro. But yeah, I wonder, like, um, <laughs> you know, remember, uh, you remember Bill Clinton? I mean, I'm going to bring this back up again because, like, he's a very, like, intriguing individual. Uh, just his persona and the old, his old demeanor. I wonder if, because uh, we all know that Clinton in his off time has some, uh, has some pretty interesting things that he had partaked in. He has some pretty, uh, pretty, uh, um, extracurricular activities you like to partake in with certain individuals imagine if uh, Donald Trump's the same way I mean I know he's hooked up with some uh, some bitches back in the day for, oh, sure. for sure and it could be you know but so far there's been nothing to come out to prove it but he could you know he could very well I mean I wouldn't it. really mind to be honest if my president did some like badass shit and got <laughs> like a, a 10 out of 10 yeah that's and not I, a problem I wouldn't mind right? to be honest the only problem is if they're under the age you know I, mean, I mean, she said, he said, grab him by the pussy, right? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, terrible thing to say. He may or may not have got caught saying there, but I, I mean, think he definitely got caught by saying it. But like, I love it, to be honest. Yeah, I like he was the energy. Just a business dude, you know, he was a, like, I know he's probably fucking around. You never grab a bitch by a pussy. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bold move. That's not really not right etiquette, you know? Right. <laughs> At least you got to grab him by like the, I don't know, like the, the pinky. <laughs> Baby steps. And kiss it, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I don't. I wouldn't really mind. It's, that's like another thing that comes up too for like uh, just the current world we're living nowadays. It's uh, cancel culture. That's another thing that's going around. It's really prominent nowadays. Um, people are just getting canceled. What that means by cancel culture is uh, people in uh, I don't in the spotlight in the the public eye in the media. 
not the media, but like uh, just entertainers, basically public figures, people that people that people watch. Those type of people, a lot of them are getting canceled nowadays because of like things they said five to ten years ago on like social media. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy, yeah. So like, they, they, and here's what happens in those situations. So some online uh, social warrior is like trying to find someone to accuse of being uh, of being like a bully or being uh, um, of being uh, I don't know, like a yeah, bully basically. So they they look. People just like to hate for some weird reason, so they dig into people's past history. And since uh, social media doesn't really have any uh, any privacy, you can see everything they every single every single tweet or every single uh, thing they've written online on like online platforms. So you can search back all the way back to 2011, for say, and you can see see for example, I'm uh, let's just say that I'm 21. So nine years ago, I was let's just say. Do the math for me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 21, 19, 12. 12? I was 12? Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, I was 12 years old. Twenty. I'm 21 right now. Nine years ago, I was 12 years old. So that was when the social media first came out. Like, started, like, popping and people started getting on social media. So imagine uh, me being back there. I was, you say, 12 years old. I was 12 years old. Imagine how my mind is... At, at 12 years old, imagine where my mind is at at 12 years old, and imagine where my mind is at right now. Like so much life happens between that, and you change as you go along. So you're a different person. Change, right. How could you even accuse someone in the past for doing something that they were so young they can't even remember doing, or like they have such a different mindset? It's a different person. You so change you as the years it. go on. Yeah. You said it. And then when here's what happened with Kevin Hart. So the the media accused Kevin Hart of uh, they didn't accuse. They actually. Uh, they kind of punished him. They gave him condemnation for uh, saying a, a homosexual slur on uh, on Twitter. But right before he has, to, he, I think he had to host the Oscars. Oscars, I think so. He hosted the Oscars, or he was going to host the Oscars, and they found out about uh, something that he said when he was very young, like I said, like eight or nine years ago. And he came out to apologize for it because he didn't want anything to happen. And as soon as he apologized for that. They, uh, you're in the wrong. You're in the wrong. Yeah, exactly. So it's not even good. It's not even good to apologize because people don't even accept your apology. They kind of they they make you look like shit, and then just gonna kick you out of the of uh, what you already got going on right now. Because the public eye is very sensitive. At least we like to think that is. We all experience life, but the media portrays that everybody is like this all into all pure. Like we see like crazy shit every single day, but the media doesn't put up crazy shit online. Like we don't really uh, we don't really see real life. It's all a facade, superficial, just like, doesn't show both sides. What were we talking about before the media? Totally forgot. That's a weird question. Totally forgot. How's that beer though? It's pretty nice. Yeah, smooth, huh? Yeah, it's going down, uh, but yeah, it's definitely going down. All right, bro, talk to the people for a couple of seconds, I'll go grab a moment. I got you, bro. So yeah, this is, uh, what, what's this, this show called again, Max? Think twice. Think twice. Yeah, I didn't know it was called that. It's pretty nice. But uh, I, I'm guessing the reason why Max named it uh, Think Twice is because we go into deep, deep conversations. <laughs> and it's kind of a uh, it's mindset shift, uh, shifting. So it shifts your mindset. I'm spinning off the top of my dome right now. Shout out to Mac Miller. Cause that dude could spit off the dome. 
All right, no, I'm not gonna freestyle. I'm done with that. But yeah, it's crazy that Max had to go away first because I actually had to take a piss. What a kind guess. <laughs> but yeah, probably like later on in um, in the future, probably gonna start up a, a podcast of my own. It's pretty cool. I think the art of communication or like, uh, I never really got into communication uh, in the past, but now since I have this job, Max probably brought it up in the past, but now uh, our job that we work at is pretty crazy. It's like, a, it's an amazing experience. So uh, you just develop skills that you can't really learn much place and more uh, at other places, at other opportunities. Cause fast. yeah, you learn, you learn, you learn a lot and you learn fast about communication in general how to be like uh, an influencer that's why i got into politics anyhow full circle right there bro welcome back i need to take a piss too bro it was so much more uh oh man go ahead bro i completely lost it so i lose bro he said beer though it's pretty good it's not as good as that one or this one pretty nice the whole garden at the whole garden welcome me gusta i think it's belgian no i know it's belgian yeah, come on, come on, bro. I hate when that happens, huh? We come oh. up with a thought and then it just is gone. Yeah, I was completely lost. I was actually thinking about going on a run, but then I was like, man, what am I going to have a beer if I'm going to go on a run? <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll find out, bro. You can do. Uh, you can go on a run on a beer, bro. It's not that I've bad. I've definitely done it before, but after, you, after you'd have like two beers, like one beer is okay, two is okay, three is like, ooh. Yeah, it makes your blood thin too, huh? Yeah, man, I'm trying to get back in the MMA gym too, dude. I felt so good to be able to hit some stuff. Yeah, it yeah, feels great. You went on uh, Saturday, right? I did go on this Saturday. Justice was in town. I went uh, Saturday before, uh, but I'd like to go uh, this Thursday and Saturday. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, I uh, I've been striked in a minute. I used to, I was running. I was running a lot. That was my only activity because if I'm gonna do something, might as well do cardiovascular uh, workouts more uh, more healthy i guess more just nourishing for your body so i love uh i love running to be honest but yeah i was going to do martial arts or uh, do like uh, what you're doing bro but i kind of out I, I outworked my ankle and now i gotta just kick back and be a monk and meditate all day just heal myself up yeah where's the uh, injury feel like this on the inside or the outside that literally telling me it's like right here that's crazy bro you pop a shitload i know it's crazy <laughs> but beer's my oil, so I just drink more beer. Yeah, you gotta listen to that. That's his. Uh, that's his ankle popping. If I don't know if you guys can hear that, <laughs> he's just moving it up and down. That is uh, pretty pretty vile. Yeah, pretty. I think it's from years of catching. Yeah, probably. Whatever that. But yeah, I messed up my uh, my. Did you play uh, baseball in the past? I played baseball. Um, I think once when I was in uh, Taylor, that's my uh, old middle school. I used to participate in sports back then, year. but like after, after Taylor, I kind of just stopped running, uh, stopped doing it's anything fun. active, because like I didn't see any point, and plus like everything we were doing in PE was kind of fucking retarded. Dude, I thought PE was awesome. Was in <laughs> high school, at least elementary school sucked, but high school PE was cool. Just play racquetball. I couldn't believe that they let us play racquetball in that court. That was so fun. Yeah, yeah, racquetball. What else do we play? People getting swamped in the head. Played a lot of volleyball. I'm trying to play some volleyball, dude. That's fun. 
yeah, I played a lot of volleyball. What else did we do? I used to run a lot back in the day, back at like elementary school. So I, there was this thing called the turkey trot. And, uh, ooh, I have another fucked up story too about a person that I used to, because uh, I was extremely competitive. And I don't know why, but like every year we have a turkey trot where we race around the, race around the school uh, like 12 times for like the Thanksgiving. For Thanksgiving, you have to do it 12 times around school. And each time it's like a three quarters of a mile. Each time you go around, not three quarters of a mile, half a mile. I should say, so 12 times, that's gonna be four miles, right? Sounds about right. So four miles, uh, that's what we do. Maybe it's a little bit less, maybe yes, nine, nine, nine laps, I think so. So that's three miles, right? So nine laps around the school, and we do three miles. And every single year it happens around Thanksgiving, and it's called the turkey trot. And I always used to get way too amped up and pumped up for it. I don't know why, I was just like really- uh, Fucking turkey trot. <laughs> I was really competitive. Uh, so what I was, uh, I used to train in recess <laughs> for doing that turkey trot, bro. I used to get up in the morning because I had a, I had older brothers. They had to go in a little bit earlier for school. And uh, I used to get to go to school all the time early. And in the morning I used to like, uh, I was a very just like driven young kid. So I used to like, I always found something to like attack at. So I wanted to become a really good runner. So every day in the morning when I went to school, I kind of just waited outside. It was like freezing cold because I'm from New Mexico and like around the winter time, it's just like kind of close to Illinois. This Illinois freezing. is crazy over, yeah. crazy over here. But yeah, um, in the winter, I used to train for the turkey trout or right before the winter because the, the weather's all messed up inside New Mexico. So you get winter a little bit earlier. Right before the winter, I used to train and I used to like, I didn't really wear any clothes outside i just i just used to run because i always got way too sweaty <laughs> it was just every night streaking down the street <laughs> yeah so i used to just run every day in the morning uh before school started around the turkey trot the train for the turkey trot uh, then uh, right after uh, class ended or right in the middle of class because we have recess twice a day i used to train around there too bro and the, that, that went on for about two years the other years i just don't really give a shit but in the year fourth grade fourth grade was fourth grade i think so um, I won it one time in third grade. The other two times I got second for some weird reason. I, I just, I developed later on. Um, but yeah, I won it in fourth grade. Yeah, I won in fourth grade. In third grade, there was this one dude that I was racing after to, to win it. And his name was, uh, we're gonna blank that out. We're gonna call him Curtis. So I was racing after Curtis. And um, <laughs> he was a pretty fast dude. I didn't realize that. So we started off the race and he was like talking about like how he was gonna win and stuff like that. It was just like heavily implied just by like the way his demeanor was and stuff like that. I was a very competitive kid. So I saw him walking around. I was just always trying to one up, one up people to make myself feel better. Cause I wasn't like, I just wanted to show off. So uh, that's what I did. I didn't really talk too much. But that's what I did. Uh, then um, I was like, okay, let's get this. I'm doing, here comes race day. So we're like lining up. And then we, 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 we go. And then it's me and David in the front for about six laps. And I was like, I was pretty, I was like winning. I was like keeping pace on him. He was like right behind me. I was like, I'm fucking chilling. I'm gonna get this full. And then <laughs> I kept on going, I kept on going. And then uh, I think lap seven or eight came and he was like catching up, he was catching up. And, but I, I still had some left in the tank. I was gonna continue it. This guy was just coasting the whole entire time. He was coasting too. 
So he was starting to catch up. So I was starting to push a little bit too. But right when I started to push, and he started to push too, like he, trying to, he was trying to make his move, right when that started to happen, he like bumped in next to me, tripped my ass, Damn. fucking face planted. And then, uh, yeah, started crying. A little bit of dirty playing ball. <laughs> yeah, I started crying. Oh, so, that was such a pussy move to me, bro. That was life altering. So when I when I started crying, I'm like, I can't do that. That goes against everything that like I was raised upon. You don't cry in front of any anybody. And then that was like one of my first times I ever cried in front of anyone. Anyone. So it changed me, bro. Right after that happens, I trained like a motherfucker and I won that turkey trot the next year and I never looked back. <laughs> Fuck that fool. I would have uh, I would have beat him up, but I learned later on that he was actually a nice guy. He was just competitive like me. But. In the moment, I was gonna just uh, curb stomp that fool. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Isn't it crazy though? We can go from fucking hating someone, and then you probably got to know him a little bit. Guys communicating, you're cool with them. Because I had a similar thing happen. There was this guy, uh, Eli Garcia, who we was playing out in uh, Clarendon. He was on the other team, and he was like this new kid, and I was always like the biggest kid at Little League. And he came, and he was my size or bigger, and then uh, he was super competitive also. I remember one time I was uh, catching. And he was up to bat. And we used to always, like, try to show off each other. Like, if one got home run, the next one had to get a home run. But he's up uh, batting. He uh, hits a bomb, bro. Absolute monster. He crushes it. Runs around the bases. And then he comes home. He steps on home plate. And he's like, hey, bro, you want me to give you some hitting lessons? Like, I I fucking got you, dog. Like, talking shit. And I was like, oh, man. And I'm I'm like, all right, bro. My next at bat, I fucking hit one out. Wasn't nearly as impressive as his, but same amount of points. So I came around base. I was like, yo, I'll take those hitting lessons, bro. Uh, but we were about to fight right there at home. I remember my mom in this stand screaming. She's like, ah, stop. Oh, really? Like, you guys are just yeah, getting at each other for a little bit? Yeah, we get super competitive. So the bench is cleared, and it's cool because literally, dude, we were like 12 years old. But we ended up being on the same all-star team together, so you got to know each other. Like, hey, bro, like same thing. We're just both super competitive, but we're cool. Yeah, uh, so it's cool how sports can do that, bro. It get you guys super competitive, but then you just communicate after. I was cool to go. Yeah, he was a nice guy. I was just like a little, uh, little close-minded and uh, dogmatical asshole <laughs> back in the day. It was crazy how you changed life. Uh, life kind of alters you. I'm like a lot more uh, open-minded nowadays. I like to think so. I mean, we're all gonna have our biases. All right, Pierce. Last thing here, also known as priest, aka Pope. Uh, what what um, stage do you feel like uh, you're going to be approaching here soon? Like we're all going through a cycle and stage. What kind of stage or cycle do you foresee? I've always, I feel like I feel like I've always been uh, since I started out this job, just like a state of growth, a state of growth and uh, a state of gratitude. Basically, just uh, continuing on life. Basically, uh, waking up every day and just being thankful for like the, the opportunities that I have. Awesome, love it. All right, bro. Thanks for being a guest. I appreciate it. I got you, bro. Anytime. Twice.